0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Cricket
1: Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where today we're taking a break from the ashes and we're going to South Africa. Um, they were taking on India at Centurion and they lost India becoming the first Team to win at Centurion from Asia, um, so well done to them. I'm Jack Hope, and I'm joined to talk about all of this uh, by Ross Legg. How you doing, Ross? Are you looking forward to a bonus cricket podcast? You're a little uh, bit blurry for the people people on the YouTube. Maybe you want to wipe your camera down, but but, but yeah, fine. introduce yourself.
0: Um, yeah, well, all right. Actually, um, I think uh, it's quite nice to actually see some competitive Test cricket uh, actually taking place, isn't it? Really, uh, uh, I
1: have to say that was sort of my over- uh, uh, overwhelming. Um, thought. I, I so I didn't watch. I, I I'll caveat a lot of this by saying I, I didn't watch the Boxing Day stuff cause I was up to five in the morning watching England, um, and then I did the podcast, went back to bed, um, and didn't catch too much of the action on the twenty seventh either. Well, I didn't catch any because it rained all day. Uh, <laughs> but I saw I saw a fair bit after that, and uh, that was even though even though I think India were, were were the better team and were on top of South Africa, uh, most of the game. Uh, with some, some pretty good individual performances thrown in to, to sort of seal the deal. Um, South Africa didn't roll over. They actually played pretty decent Test cricket. Uh, they gave themselves an outside chance going into the final day. Um, I, I, I think they can sort of pat themselves on the back um, for for doing the fundamentals right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I echo those thoughts with a few other thoughts. Um, before, before we get into detail, Ross, do you want to give the listeners and the viewers a couple of messages?
0: Yep. Um, if you are following us on Spotify, then there's a new uh, rating system on there. So go and give us five stars on Spotify. Um, you should like and subscribe uh, to this video and our YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. Um, if you're on Apple, leave us a review. Um, if you write one, we will read it out. So funnier the better on those ones. And then on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at the cricket pod.
1: Yeah, well, we haven't had an email for a while either, Ross.
0: No, we. Had it, well, the, when we first started with some really strange stories. Remember the one around someone having a wee next to Darren Patterson. Yeah, that North was that Nottinghamshire. Was, that was odd.
1: Um, yeah, that was that was strange. Uh, there's there's obviously Scotty G's Hayden story, which was gold, and, and part of the reason we're slightly obsessed with him. But yeah, the cricket pod <laughs> at gmail.com, If you'd like to email in a story about meeting a cricketer or an observation or just want to contribute to the show or you um want to make us very lucrative offer to buy the cricket podcast um we will listen to to bids upwards of was it a hundred thousand pounds we discussed Ross? us oh, um, that's so exactly cheap, what we're worth isn't it yeah the cheap cheap price of a hundred thousand uh, pounds anyway uh away from that and to the crickets um what what happened for people who maybe were keeping their eye on the ashes rather than um what well, I don't even know what this series is called. South Africa v India.
0: Well, on the first day India demonstrated how to open the batting, which uh, England fans won't really understand what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Rahul and Agawal put on 117 as their opening partnership before Ingeedy yeah. turned on it turned on the style um india finished in a pretty strong position on day one uh, i think with over 270 runs on the board um for only three wickets um but then second day was washed out and then a collapse duly followed as india only managed to post 327 uh, as their first inning score um kale rahul the ball eater finishing on 123 demonstrating his prowess uh, in this format of the game Um, Sadly for South Africa, um, they they didn't really put up too much of a fight um, in the first bit. They were 32 for four um, inside, 13 overs in their first innings. but Bavuma, who I think sometimes gets a pretty hard rap, if I'm perfectly honest, Bavuma, I quite like Bavuma, um, and DeKock put up some resistance, um, but the damage had kind of already been done. As much as they were going to battle, they were against Bumrah, Shami, Ashwin, the Lord was playing as well, and, and uh, Siraj. Um, Shami was the star of the show as he picked up five, um, but South Africa were duly dismissed for 197. Um, then the question is always in these kind of games Really, get a game washed out is how quickly can you hit some runs um, and India were in that position where they weren't really too sure what the weather was going to do. There was no clouds over skies, but that was the same as the first day. So it was always a bit of a, a game to be played there, um, but there was plenty of starts for India's batters, um, but Marco Janssen and Rabada um, ensured they didn't get too far ahead, um, just the 300 runs <laughs> so that they needed to chase on a, a tricky final day wicket. Um, Dean Elgar was in his typical obdurate self, um, but the ask was always going to be too much. And South Africa collapsed from 130 for five to 191 all out. And um, that's India's fourth away test win of the year, which um, when test cricket is pretty much a home person's game, that's a pretty good going, I think, for, for India. Well, well played.
1: Yeah, uh, so I'd like to start talking about this. We'll, we'll, we'll touch upon Kohli. I think we'll touch upon KL Rahul and stuff, but I'd like to start on, on, on the quality on show at the end of day four so this was um yesterday uh, afternoon if you if you were in the uk dean Elgar, i called it dean v goliath on on twitter um trying to stand up to siraj and boomer and Shami, bowling like these incredibly lively spells uh it was just it was just sort of as you said right at the top it was just so good to watch this really high-quality battle as, um, well, mainly Elga, but van der Dusen for a while, tried to get South Africa through to the end of the day to give them a hope of, you know, chasing 220 with eight wickets in hand. Um, and, and, and then against that, the well, they're, they're like a gang of, I don't know. Hyenas. Hyenas, a gang of hyenas. <laughs> Boomer and Siraj, they they picking, picking the South Africans off. That ball that Van der got from from Bumrah, which he left. Good grief! That was a, a hell a hell of a delivery, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. If if, if not if you've not seen it, Boomer has but he's not given too many runs away, is he? And obviously, as you say, Rassi Van der sort of weather the storm, and he's gone wide of the crease and come in. And the ball is it's almost like a like an off cutter. It is turned like it is ridiculous. It comes back a good like three or four feet, Um and you're just like the, the umpire. Uh, no, no, but the commentator goes, "Oh, I think Rassie van der Dersen should have had that covered." I'm not. I'm not sure he could have <laughs> had it covered. It's hit like the out. It's hit the outside of the top of off. Start. Yeah. It was. It was almost a perfect delivery.
1: It's you know. There's there's this the saying isn't it, cricket. There's good leaves and, and and bad leaves. I don't even think it was a bad leave. <laughs> I, I, I know he's bold, but I'm thinking like. I, I don't really know what you're supposed to do with a ball of of, of that quality boomer he keeps pulling pulls these spells out all the time he's just such a magician um when india needs somebody on because it started to flatten out a little bit and, and Dean algogo didn't look like he was going to get out um they do a little bit of pressure was just starting to be put on india and then he comes in and just shuts the door in South Africa's face. Then crowns it. Last ball of the day. Um, I think it was the fifth ball of the over. But obviously picks up the wicket um, of of Maharaj, who had been sent up the order to to try and well leave South Africa in as good a position as possible going into the final day. Yorks him, and it was you, you knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. That there's nothing. Maharaj knew it was going to happen, but there was nothing he could do about it. Um, it was, it was, it was brilliant. Anyway, do you want, so we go. Should we go back to earlier in the test? Uh, I, I, I think India's batting. We had a few questions on this, and we'll get to the questions in a bit. But let's we talk about that broadly. Um, fantastic work from KL Rahul, first of all, um, and, and we should acknowledge that. We did talk, we talked about this a little bit on at the end of one of our Asher shows. So I don't want to retread old ground, but he's had a pretty good year, hasn't he? He's really cemented himself as, um, or he's starting to live up to that potential that he's shown. Um, at, at points in his career, really looks like he's well, maybe the second name on the on the team sheet after to Rohit Sharma when it comes to to opening the batting for India. Uh, but but maybe the tier above, like Shubman Gill, maybe even above Agarwal, Um I, I, I think. Um, but apart from that, India lo- looked a little bit shaky. The the same middle order problems that we saw in England reared their head again a little bit here. I
0: thought Ross. I yeah, I found it a little bit strange as well because the well I can understand it from a world test championship point of view where they continued with um, Pajara continued with Rahane and we kind of thought that this was the chance for India to start to shape what the next kind of couple of years looks like for this for this batting order and Shreyas Iyer obviously hit a century on debut um and they've obviously got, they sent Vihari to South Africa to play against the A-team. Um, and he hit some uh, is it back-to-back 50s, I think it was. And you, you're kind of questioning there, going, right, um, they've got a new coach in. Um, they've, they've obviously got a bit of a plan in terms of succession planning. And yet they've just reverted to type. They've just kept it very, it was a very safe selection, I thought. And that safe selection actually, to me, is becoming increasingly unsafe for them.
1: Yeah, I mean I I thought so I see to some extent why they they stuck with Rohani. He's got a pretty good average against pace bowling. He's one of India's better away from home batters. Um he's still within 12 months of that 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 great innings he played at at the MCG, isn't he? Or, or maybe just within 12 months. Um yep. 12 months and a few days maybe. Um so I I I can, I can see why why they keep him around. I do think though having seen the last well well watched a lot of the last 8 9 10 11 india india test matches that he looks less and less like the best option there mm. um, now that shreyas Iyer has come into the side and scored runs I, I i i you know this question was about why why isn't he playing um you talked about fahari there uh, at some point they're going to have to fit Rohit Sharma back in, and and they might want to keep Mayan Kagawal on the side because he's he's scored runs, <laughs> he's scored runs too. It's a nice look; these are all nice problems to have. But yeah, it it seems like we're really, really in the end game. I thought Ajinkya Rahane would not make it to the end of the India the India v England series, and and had they not played, or had they played that fifth test, he may not have done. But um, I I'm really surprised to see him back here. I agree with that. Pajara, on the other hand, I, I think he had a pretty good tour of England. Yeah, I
0: think it's at the most most half centuries of any player. But a game no, to forget, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, but there's uh, also there's also a bit for India. We we talk about sometimes around um, uh, England. England's point of view is uh, England's approach should be around uh, expanding their opportunity to draw a test match. India are the second best team in the world, if not the best team in the world in test cricket. They should be the ones who are pushing to win the test matches. And I think there's people like Shreyas Iyer who are they're ready to go, right? Um, I don't think yeah. they
1: need to worry about it. See, I, I do get where you're going here, and you're 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 making the Pajara takes too much time out of the game for a really good side. You know the the yeah. the overs he wastes. Now, the, the flip side of that is that he offers a really good insurance policy. Um, he puts overs into these overs have to be bowled by somebody. You know they might not be. There might not be a lot of runs scored off them. But it's 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 a lot of overs that Rabada and and Engidi and Marco Janssen have to send down to him. Uh, perhaps not in this series, but in theory, perhaps not in this match. But in theory, that's that's what he's supposed to be doing. Um, and I, I think that works. And then and then you fit around him: kale Rahul, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli. Mm-hmm. The, the run should take care of themselves or the pace of play should take care of itself with, with, with those boys in the lineup. I mean the part of the problem that's or part of the, the sort of added pressure that's been put on, on, on these guys, I suppose is, is is really because Coley isn't scoring um if if Coley's scoring runs, it's less obvious that Rahani, isn't he's a little bit less exposed? India put, are putting up good totals. They don't go from 273 to 350 all out or or, or whatever. I or, yeah, whatever the approximate. uh 327 all out, sorry. I mean, that's a real collapse, isn't it? 278 for uh well, when the fourth wicket falls, 327 all out. They don't. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like Kohli is part of the problem in this, and um yeah, should we talk about him?
0: Yeah, no, Well, let's just finish off the Pajara point. I'm yeah. not saying that I just think there's just they've got some really good alternatives that they've got, and sooner rather than later, they should be looking to play some of these alternatives. Um, I think um, because otherwise they might get into a position where um, they've got a load of good talent, but n- with not much experience. And when the end of the road comes for Rahane, which doesn't look too far away, and the end of the road comes to Pajara, there is kind of question marks on it. Um, but let's yeah, let's talk about Virat Kohli. Uh, Virat Kohli has been an unbelievably successful captain for india um but he has not hit a century in over two 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 years now um that is an issue because he keeps getting starts as well so he keeps looking good like looking at both of his dismissals here in the first innings he was chasing one which was on like the fifth set of stumps outside off off stump and like the guy is unbelievable at cover driving the ball but he does not need to play at that delivery it just seems that he throw, he's almost like throwing it away i feel like he's trying too hard maybe um, when things aren't
1: aren't working and you're you're that good and you know you are capable of dominating any bowling attack mm. probably your first instinct or it seems like Cody's first instinct is to to do what he always does get get aggressive put pressure back on the other team um, and I, I think, I think the way that manifests itself, in the, or manifests itself in, the, in this match, was, was poor shot selection. It wasn't—he <laughs> wasn't hitting a good ball for four, was he? That's how you put a bowler under pressure. They bowl their best ball, and he gets hit for four. Do you remember when we had Tremlett on the podcast? And he, he said the hardest bowler to bat, bat, bat the hardest batter to bowl to, um, was Brian Lara because he just, you know, arbitrarily whack the best ball you could bowl for four. And he, he said you could bowl, you could bowl a good ball to Dravid, you could bowl a good ball to Tendorka. And they wouldn't get out to it, they'd defend it and they'd you know they'd pile on the runs, but you'd 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 be able to think to yourself, I can I can send down six balls here and go for a run or go for a maiden and help the team. Uh, with Brian Lara, he said you just you just didn't have that option. Coley is very much in the kind of Brian Lara mould as a player, you know. He 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 wants to go out and hit your best ball for four to show the world that he's very fucking Coley and um he's he's the best. When that isn't working, though, that thought process and all of the movements and stuff
0: don't
1: don't fire properly, do they? And and you go and reach for a ball that's five sets of stumps away. (laughs) Uh,
0: But uh, to be fair to South Africa, and that was their bowling plan, right? They looked like they actually had a plan. And this and that's why I was kind of impressed with them. Uh, actually, against this batting lineup of, of which India have, like, I thought they bowled reasonably well. Um, the pitch was interesting, it was a little bit flat uh, in some cases, then it came a bit alive after the rain. Um Ngidi had a brilliant test match. Um they like took six for in the first innings, um, including all the big pretty much all the big name players. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um and he's again, one of those players who has got an interesting reputation, like some, depending on who you talk to, he's either a really good player or he's kind of just a bang average seamer. Um But actually, I think, I think he uh, might be
1: one of those guys who's a bit better at test cricket than T20 cricket. We see a lot of him, well, we've seen a lot of him for like Chennai. And it's it's usually ends with him going into the, the stadium, the, out of the stadium rather. Um, he goes into the stadium and the ball goes out of the stadium. Um, it's, but he, he, looked at, he did look excellent today or Ooh. yesterday sorry the,
0: this test yeah yeah i was just again just impressed with that we talked about um i mentioned that marco jansen and rabada I mean, they, and again they come away with four for each in the second innings um that's a it's a good effort um regardless mm-hmm. of people trying to hit out and stuff like that so there are parts of this um south africa team that i think are strong and i think they do have some good players um it's just around trying to get that consistency in that side um and obviously today. Quinton de Kock's come out and retired from Test cricket. Well, that's
1: the that's the major news, isn't it? Or the, after after the India win, I mean, he's he 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 comes out and he says because he's expecting a child, he wants to effectively play less cricket and Test cricket takes up too much time. So, for family reasons, he is he is calling it a day. Um, and that, I think, for South Africa, is a colossal colossal blow um, for that middle order, especially.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like he's um he always seems to it runs against England, which is obviously yeah. how you how you judge anyone at the test cricket of how good yeah. England they are against you. Yeah, yeah. Um but he's yeah, again, a, a complex character, old um to cock. And obviously he was test captain not too long ago, right? So D- Dean D obviously taken up with the reins. Um so maybe there is just that bit now where he's just like, you know what? Yeah, the, the-
1: there are yeah, they are a strange team at South Africa in the they 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 feel almost there. In some ways, it's it, the, the, we're talking about their bowling attack. They, they didn't have onrich Norkia, and they've got Dwan Olivier, who is we're expecting to come into the team for the for the next test. That's a you know Rabada and Gidi oliveir Norchia. That's a that's a that's a pretty tasty uh, bowling lineup you've got. Then you've got Dean Elgar. Dean Elgar's a good player. Adam Markram's a really good player. Uh, I like Van der I mean He's a, he's a little bit more limited than than some of the the, the better mid-order players in world cricket, but he's not rubbish. He 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 can play. Bavuma, like you, I was really impressed with him batting in this in this test. Like some of his his shots through the covers were, were were excellent. And then around that though, they've got Keegan Peterson and Vine Mulder, and I'm not really sure they're quite up to the task. It's a very sort of up and down down looking batting lineup.
0: I think um, when it comes to people like that they, they just haven't had much exposure right in terms of like the, the different play that have been there i just think um there's just that opportunity for them to move forward and they've got to, they've got to play who they play right um maharaj i don't think is gonna i, I just don't rate maharaj I've, I've always struggled to kind of be like this is this guy is the perfect kind of spinner for them um but they've got people coming through the ranks like marco jansen is an exciting prospect right he, he's he's quite young left arm fast bowler he should only get better Wyan Mulder is kind of what 23 24 um so actually him coming through is also a, a good thing but as you say not their best bowler Nokia, not in the side uh, because he's injured yeah. so and you take uh,
1: you take the cock out the possibly possibly the best wicketkeeper batter in in test cricket or you, you used to be rishabh pant might have a thing or two to say about that but if you were going to build a world eleven, he'd be. It would be very close between those uh, Riz, two. Rizwan's it? And, probably
0: there. Rizwan's probably there.
1: Well, yeah. Riz, yeah, fair enough. But I, I, I think no, I don't know. I'd probably have Punt and 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 De Cock over Rizwan. But it's it's close. Average one was good, wasn't he? In in, in New Zealand and stuff, get better. <laughs> it's look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're good. They're good players. They're elite. They're the three. Let's say that you definitely have down as as candidates for your world eleven, and and South Africa probably the only player in their batting lineup who'd who'd qualify for that i think yeah and uh, he's walked off
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah we never know what goes on behind the scenes in especially in south africa cricket like it's a pretty interesting yeah, place, so maybe we'll get um got a dan back on the on the show who's you uh, see him gives an inside line dan Gallon, that is um let's talk about india's bowling a little bit here because yeah their their bowling lineup is from like, in, in any condition They are formidable. It seems like, regardless of where they are playing, they are they are set up very very nicely um, with, and they've got some resilience. They've got a couple of players after they kind of kind of come in. But if Boomer and I reckon I've said this exact sentence, but if Boomer and Shami don't get you, Siraj kind of comes in. Um, then you've got Lord Taku who seems to pick up wickets when he doesn't even realise he's taking wickets like the guy is just almost it's like this lucky aura around him he's like the four-leaf clover for India where balls that like get chopped on and all that kind of just like how does he do it all the time because he, he rustles up like looking like he's someone out of the Muppets and he just comes in and he's just always delivers in this test team um, and then they've got Uh, Ashwin who's uh, obviously massive fans of Ashwin and then even then they've got backups in kind of Jadeja Akshar Patel those guys and it's like that is a pretty good bowling line of bowling unit for them to pick from Um, and even then they've got the likes of Ishant Sharma kind of backing up, up backing them up as well like how are team's going to get away from this and I think it is their bowling lineup that is kind of trying to get them cemented as the next Kind of uh, dominators of Test cricket. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's, we had a, we had a few questions about this from from people on 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 the Twitter as well. Uh, Mask is the one that I, I wrote down who who effectively asked about this. It's yeah, I, I think this India team are really led by by this the bowling lineup and the the variety that they can bring and the kind of X factor that two or three of them have. You know, it's. Jasper Boomer, any conditions in the world, you don't really want to be bold at facing him, do you? Um, Ash, Ashwin, as, if there's any help for a spinner at all, or you're left-handed, you are in trouble when Ashwin's got the ball. It, it's, and, and when there's no help and you're right-handed, he's not going to throw the game away. <laughs> he's, he,
0: he's he, gonna, brought, he
1: ties the yeah, end, right? he ties yeah, an end. Um, so it, And then the emergence of Siraj over the last 12 months has been something else. He's like Mini Broomra without the action, you know, it gets that. It's, it's it's just so much intensity. He's like Kohli's perfect bowler in a way, isn't it? If Kohli had to imagine a bowler, I think Siraj would be the 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 what came out of the of Kohli's imagination. Um, I I don't rate Shardul Taku quite highly. We had a we had a few questions about where where whether this India India pace attack or the Australian pace attack was better, and I I think because of Shardul Taku. Um, you probably go Australia, but it's it's close. Siraj and Siraj and Um Boomer stand up next to Hazlewood and Cummins pretty comfortably, I think. It's it's it, they're, they're, they're very, Sha- very very good bowlers. Yeah,
0: and I don't think that like Shami always seems. to... Oh, Shami! I didn't. Back. We
1: didn't. We didn't even talk about Shami. He picked five wickets here, blew away South Africa. Um, yeah, it seems to be. Maybe, perhaps the most skillful in terms of you know pure bowling talent and and being able to deliver different game plans of the lot you know he, he, he if you have to bowl a full length he'll he'll nail that from ball one if you have to bowl back the length he'll nail that from ball one um there there must be a nightmare to face
0: he's now got 200 test wickets um yeah. which is it's pretty just pretty it's just going. relentless this was this was england's problem
1: in the summer wasn't it it never stopped. You'd have fifty-five overs to bat out for a draw, and it would be fifty-five overs of hell. It would would be three overs each of Boomer and and Shami to open up. Then Siraj gets the ball, and and then it's. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and then then they let their guard down. They're just like, oh my god, we've just got through forty overs. That Lord Takur comes on, just floats one outside off stump, and we get out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's relentless. They're incredibly good. Ross, is there anything else you want to talk about or, or do you want to quickly run through some Twitter questions? Because we did have a lot.
0: Yeah, let's go, let's go through some uh, Twitter questions. I think um, yeah, I think we've done that.
1: Um, from Mazakir, what's Shardell Tackers' role in this team? Played as an all-rounder, came to bat as a night watchman, bowled fewer overs than Ashwin on a pitch that's clearly not assisting spinners. I know he's a lord, uh, but sometimes lords need clarity too, right? Ross, what do you think he's there for?
0: i think he is he is the the filler you know how um he's the utility man um, yeah. John O'Shea for Man United. John O'Shea
1: of India. I was I was just thinking that,
0: yeah. Right, he, like play against across the back four, could play in midfield. Um, I think he even went in goal once, um, John O'Shea. Um <laughs> but that that's kind of like Taku's role in this side is to fill in of what, what they need. Like he's clearly a talented player. He might not be the most talented, um, but India have a hole in that department, right? They they don't have too many options when it comes to pace bowlers who can bat. Yeah, um, and he he at the moment is kind of top of the top of the tree in in, in that regard. He's not it's not a huge probably their it, area where they've got a it, bit of weakness.
1: It's a balance question, isn't it? No, Ishant Sharma's is probably a better bowler than um. Well, he's definitely a better bowler than Shardul Taker, but oh, you can't nice though. you can't have four number 11s. Uh, <laughs> even while you'd have three number 11s and elite all a jasper boomer to 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 balance things out a little bit, we had uh, Lerato, He's asked us three questions here, Ross. Uh, we'll, we can mm-hmm. answer them all. Is this India's greatest Test team, uh, considering their results in Australia, England, and South Africa? Um, will South Africa beat England next year in the in the series in the English summer? Uh, and is Test cricket more important to certain countries, considering recent results? So, which one? Are, will, you answer one. I'll answer one, and then you answer the last one
0: um I'll, I'll go with the south africa versus england thing. i think that those two teams actually in english conditions will actually be a pretty good uh, battle between each of them i think england in theory like what we've seen is bad i think there will be some changes in the england side um but actually in those conditions those batsmen and those bowlers are going to be pretty evenly matched i think and i reckon it should be is it, is it a two-match series i think um so it's it's going to be actually pretty close um again you always have to favor the home team regardless of how badly they're doing in australia
1: yeah i think that there's a few people that talk have asked questions about this and and we've touched upon it so we're not going to go into loads of detail again and retread old ground but south africa do not have a rock solid batting lineup and I, i think that's a recipe for being rolled once or twice by probably still james anderson and stuart broad um and yeah at at home at home england will get 250 regularly enough that that actually win will win the matches 250 in england is is an okay score it's not a match losing score uh, and they they they'll, they'll crank out a couple of those and, and probably win the series. I'd, I'd have thought. Yeah. And they uh, don't, have, they also, don't
0: have a standout, do they? Don't have a standout superstar either. In that or Quentin de Kock. People
1: like Dean Elgar and Markroom are, are really good batters, and, but it's it's a it's you're asking a lot of those two, and you're asking Van der Dussen or Bavuma or both to take a big step up to have a very good team there. I think at the moment it's a it's pretty iffy.
0: Yeah, um, you're pretty it, much asking them to go out and play their best game of Test cricket every single time, and yeah. sometimes it just doesn't happen. Especially in England, where you will get a good nut every now and again.
1: Yeah, um, Lorato, So, the, the, the is this India's greatest Test team? I think it must be. Uh, or over like the last five years, I, I I can't. I know India had some great results in the past, but India are just like going around the world, dominating people at the moment, aren't they? It's, it's the, the, they ne- basically never lose at home unless something freakish happens. Um, they are extremely competitive everywhere they travel um, they, they we'll see what the well the, let's say they beat England didn't they, of the in the format series they beat England, they beat Australia comfortably, I don't think I know South Africa is like one of the final frontiers for Indian cricket, I don't think winning this series is, is the same as beating Graham Smith's side from a few years ago in fact, pretty much any South African side since their re I think South Africa are a bit of a low ebb. But yeah, India, India I think I can't see. A, I, I can't see that you could argue that this isn't the greatest Indian team. Testing and, and,
0: and, and you look at you look at it. They, they've always had a strong batting lineup, like from from Lakshman to Dravid yeah. to Duker, et etc. Um, but now they, they just have that. They use that word balance of Takur. Like they just have that balance. And having people like in the, being able to go, do you know what, we're going to play Jadeja and Ashwin, and then we're going to have the kind of, almost the three sort of three of the top, say seven or eight, um, bowlers, uh, fast bowlers in the world, in your lineup. That is an amazing platform for then Kale Rahul, Brohit Sharma, Virat Kohli to kind of go from. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a pretty formidable team.
1: They, they probably have right now, their best ever fast bowler, probably their best ever spinner, Probably their best ever all rounder, Virat Kohli. Probably not their best ever batter, but he's, he's in the he's Stevens. in the conversation. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the
0: top two. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and then Pujara, Koyal Rahul, mm-hmm. Rohit Sharma, Rahani. All comp- you know, all very capable backup men. None of them. They might not be. You might not make it into the greatest top five in Indian history, but they're not again, they're making it, they'd be on the bench, they'd be bringing drinks out, um, <laughs> it's, yeah. So that, and then the last one is test cricket more, more important to certain countries considering recent results? Yeah.
0: It is. Yeah, it is. West Indies <laughs> is probably the perfect example of that, right? West Indies are in a position where actually there's far more money to be made playing T20 cricket. And what's going to be more attractive, especially when you don't have, say, facilities or you don't have the time, etc. Why go through all the scrutiny of test cricket and all the, the the work that you have to do for that when actually you can turn up, hit 25 off eight balls and kind of be like, oh, do you know what? I've had a great day.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing with test cricket as well. So I think there are two things that, that sometimes, sometimes I think the disarray teams that look like they are in is because they're really desperate to be good at test cricket. They're trying new players. They're trying new game plans. They're, you know, in Bangladesh's case, Doctoring their pitch so badly that they can't travel anywhere else in the world and play even semi competent cricket at the moment, <laughs> um, and because they're trying so hard, it looks ugly. I mean, like England, they've got no idea who the best eleven are because they've tried to come up with a master plan to solve the sport and it's failed, and now they're now they're reaping the consequence of it. They're not. I don't think they're failing because they don't care. I, I think they're failing because they're trying something that isn't isn't working. Um, and the other thing is in, in Test cricket, sometimes it looks like a side doesn't doesn't care or, or, or can't be bothered or whatever. Um, but actually, they're just getting beaten really badly. Like it's not Test cricket. If you are not the best team and you are not playing in favourable conditions, you are probably going to lose. It, it at what? and there's not weather. You are you are almost certainly going to lose. And sometimes those defeats can be really painful. And it looks like you don't care or, or, or you're just not interested. But actually what's happening is that you're getting a doing over by people who are better than you and and the 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 arena that test cricket is, is, is has built to to display these skills makes the contrast really stark it's a bit like tennis test cricket is closer in dynamic i think to tennis than it is to something like football so in football a good team can turn up and and lose to a bad team because the bad team had some good tactics or the bad team had someone had a day out for the bad team in tennis the best tennis player normally wins. Like it's 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 that's it's it's far more. There's there's far less randomness. Test cricket is is closer to that than it is to to football, where there's a lot more randomness. And, and CT Twenty, if you want that version of, of cricket, that's that's where you see the second best team win a lot. Um, so uh, yeah, I I I I think some people in England and I'm talking about people in England here, they need to cool their jets a little bit on you know, the death of Test cricket or nobody cares, this, that, and the other, it's, it's hard. And sometimes you play a better team in favourable conditions and they beat
0: you. And this, this, the same, this, those same people would have played um, like 50 over cricket or they would have played 40 over cricket on a Saturday. Yeah. And they would have got pissed off and thrown their toys at the pram, thrown their hat on the floor, kind of let their mind wander. When you're getting pounded in a 40 over game, Test cricket lost five days. You've got five yeah. days to kind of turn up and be like, oh, we're getting hammered every single day here. What is your face supposed to be? You're supposed to be all smiles and be like, I'm having such a good time. I care so much about this. Uh, we're only 600 runs behind. It's like, I just think sometimes, yeah, they need a bit of a um, reality check. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's also fair, like the, the visceral emotional reaction to getting pounded by Australia is a massive thing for England fans. Um, and I'm sure we were no different on, the, on some of the daily shows, but there is a bit where you do need to have a bit of a step back and be like, do you know what? It is, it is cyclical. People go through different cycles. People have different players. And sometimes you just got to be lucky with the group of players that come through at the same time. Um, yeah. And at the moment that's not for England. Yeah.
1: There's no transfer market. Otherwise England could go into the transfer market and buy like...
0: How much would you have paid for Devon Conway?
1: A lot, I, a lot. They would pay. I reckon they would pay, yeah, a lot, a lot of money for Cobb. They could bring in Conway. Um, you'd probably probably bring in one of the backup South African fast bowlers. I reckon you could get, I don't know,
0: Marco Janssen on the cheap. Um, we're, we're definitely buying a spinner,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the who's so, buy, well,
0: buy, Simon but, Harmer's coming in, isn't he? That's that's, yeah, that, that's yeah. we would or, have
1: picked him. We'll take India's third best, spinner. we'll buy Nadim. Um, <laughs> no, we
0: take, we're not going <laughs> to take Shabazz Nadim we are not buying him at all
1: right let, Ross we're going to wrap up the show one last question from Tealal do you see India winning this series 3-0 or South Africa coming back um,
0: I think uh, I, I reckon South Africa will put up a bit of a fight um, but I also think the weather's going to come into it I, I I'll go 2-0 um, India yeah I think that's a good bet 2-0 I'd agree
1: anyway we're going to wrap up now thanks for listening thanks for watching rate us subscribe like comment what else go to Patreon
0: and come back for next week, um, where we will be covering daily shows, obviously, for um, the next match of the t- uh, Ashes. Um, and we've got a new sponsor for that as well. Oh, we do, yeah. Bye bye.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.